So, so sometimes while you're recording, mostly nitpicking, I'm upstairs and sometimes I hear you crack up over something and I go, wow, a really funny joke must have just happened. And then I watch videos like this that have you laughing like this. And I'm like, what did I marry into? This small car is the tiniest I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. Woo-hoo! We did it, folks. We we did it. We did it. Specifically us, you and me. We yeah, did it. We got here. Yeah. High five. Yep. Oh, <laughs> for, man. For anyone not sure what we're referencing, <laughs> <laughs> we, um, uh, we watched the finale. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Michelle's. Oh, finale of The Bachelorette yep. with the After the Final Rose. Yes. Because they said it was going to be a three-hour finale, but in real, like in reality, it was a two-hour finale plus an hour of the after the final roast. Yeah, they did the um, in-studio uh, live portion where people got to watch the episode, yes, but it was live. It, it was live. Certainly seems like no, it was live because that curse got through. Yeah, it was definitely live. It was live. Okay, so here's the thing. Anytime they say live studio audience, we're like, hey, is it live? Is it actually live? Like whatever. And so the first hint that it was live, but not like a convincing hint, was that. After the first commercial, so there was a studio audience and none of them were wearing masks. And with the new variant that was going around, um, they, like, Twitter was like, this is going to be a super spreader. How could you do this? This isn't safe, blah, blah, blah. And then Caitlin Bristow tweeted at everyone while she's hosting this live event. She tweets at everyone, everyone was tested twice and tested on the day of coming here. But... Um, we Out of an you. abundance of caution. We're going to have everyone put on masks. So then when they got back from the commercial breaks, everyone had their masks on. And we're like, wow, that sure does seem like it's live. It was one of the first commercial break. It was like the first 25 minutes. Because it took, it was both of, or, um, yeah, I think it was both of the parent meets. Mm. until Because it was like a really weird half hour because it was like... The parent meet with Brandon, which mm-hmm. was like, you know, what it was. It was good. And then the parent meet with Nate, which was kind of awkward. Yeah. And then the the masking thing also, which was weird. Um, so there was no Tasha because she had tested positive for COVID. Yep. Uh, so it was just Caitlin doing it by herself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they had a whole like full audience. Now, uh, what I said to Michelle, um, which I, I still think was probably the case um, I'm like, wow, it's interesting that none of them are masked. And what it probably is, is those are probably all paid extras. Yeah. Because that's how you get around some of the masking requirements is because they're all like, quote unquote, part of the cast. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because in 2021, the Twitter firestorm can take you down. Yep. Just ask Chris Harrison. Yep. Um, so. Well, that was not just. I, no, I know, I know, I know. But But it's like, that's the fastest I've ever seen a turnaround is like. No masks, and then it was crazy. You came back from the one commercial break, and everyone was in masks. I saw a really <laughs> funny meme where it was that scene where they were like, uh, we heard you, Twitter, and because of this, we are going to uh, have everyone wear masks. But instead of saying have everyone wear masks, we are going to switch The Bachelor to Rodney. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Uh, actual quality content there. Mm-hmm. Um what was your thought on the whole um, the studio masking, unmasking, and just kind of how that whole sequence played out? So, 
they were already in that room for probably an hour and a half without masks on. Right, yeah. Right, like possibly they did, a long, like a long time. They were probably yeah. in there already for a long time without masks on, and anything that would have spread would have spread at that point. <laughs> We've seen um, how live television gets set up firsthand, yes. or not even live television, just recorded television. Yes. How that gets set up. Yeah. Um, it takes a while. It takes a long time. Yeah. So yeah. we know that it's like it takes a long time, and for them to be filming, and they probably did. In the beginning, they probably did test runs, warming yeah. up the audience, stuff like that. So, I don't want to say, it like, oh, good job finally putting your masks on. But it's like, anything that was in that room, it's already spread throughout that the, room. The, the damage was done. Yeah. Um, there was, I, I forget where I read it. Um, I think it was the Times, uh, the New York Times. Oh. <laughs> uh, push his glasses up on you. Yeah. Um, where there was a holiday party in the Netherlands where there was like 110 people were there, um, and 70, 70 of them tested positive for COVID. Right. That that's how like that what the hit rate is for Omicron. Um, so you know, I'll I'll just take a little aside now to say, um, if you haven't, please get vaccinated and get boosted. Um, both are yeah. vitally important. Yeah. Um, and, and if you're showing any kind of symptoms, go get tested. Yeah, definitely get tested. Wear your mask. Wear your like, mask. Be responsible adults. Be responsible adults. <laughs> Uh, I joked with Michelle earlier because I was trying to find uh, an at-home test. Um, I felt like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Jingle All the Way. <laughs> and now we recently rewatched this movie, which, by the way, if you haven't watched it in a while, go back and watch it because it just gets funnier with time. Please, please, I need a, I need a COVID test. I need a COVID at-home test. A COVID at-home test. <laughs> <laughs> The 2021 Turbo Man is yeah. a COVID, COVID at, at home, home test. test. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> that was such a good reference. I was cracking up. Thank, thank you. Some awesome comedy. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was an interesting um, live show with um, uh, after the final rose. There were parts I liked. There were parts I didn't like. Are you talking about after the final rose? Because we shouldn't well, talk about the episode. Well, no, first. both, right? Because well, it's interesting because they opened with the the live in studio portion, right? Yeah. And it was Christmas themed, which yeah. was kind of cool, honestly. It was cute. I, I like the holiday acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah, it was cute. Like, hey, this takes place in the real world. Um, you know, Caitlin Bristow had her intro. There was Polly Claus. Yeah, we should talk about. Of the Polly Christmas film thing, some interesting things going on there. Yeah. So, um, there Polly was there. Yeah. Now I have a question for you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. What is your like awareness of Polly? Um. Now, to be fair, I'm on the Bachelor Twitter a lot. Right. So my and yet I will say, I have still I'm on the Bachelor Twitter a lot. I know who he is. That's as far as it goes. I know that he was the guy who does the suitcases. No, that's a that's a different guy. Then I don't even know who Polly is. Uh, actually, uh, oh no, Polly did do the suitcases when they were in the bubble. Yes, that's that's right. That's okay. right. That's right. That's so right. yes, yeah. yes. So sorry, because so this is very confusing. So originally, like how Polly started, and this goes way way back. He was one of like the I don't know about the original, but at least re- recently going back to like Ben Higgins' season. So we're talking at least five or six years, maybe even longer. Okay, he was head of security for The Bachelor. Oh, okay. So sometimes he was in shots, uh, you know, in their own location yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. There's a lot of people taking like selfies with him because yeah. it's like, oh my god, it's Polly. Um, and while they were in the bubble, he was doing suitcases. Right. Okay. They, they, it used to be Trent, and Trent, they right. had to get right. He wasn't part of the bubble. Right, more recently though, he's been the suitcase. Right, because he was in the bubble. Because he I'm also sure... didn't he also deliver the roses on Bip? 
Yes. Yeah, okay. So it seems like they're making Polly more a part of yeah, the show yeah, more than yeah. just head of security. Yeah. Now like Polly was like like very, you know, people who like us who do Bachelor Podcasts and yeah. Bachelor Twitter and Bachelor Reddit, yeah. like to all those things, you know who Polly is. Yeah. But like for people who watch like I don't know, like the people who we talk with, yeah. right? Like you know, people in our bachelor yeah. subgroup and like moms we know who watch it. Yeah. Do you think they're really confused with this whole thing? Do I think they're confused by it? No. I don't think they're confused. I don't think... I think there's a difference between not getting it versus being confused by uh, it. Sure. So like, do they you not could en- get- You can enjoy the bit. But yeah. not, like, fully understand it, okay. you know? So they don't, like, understand who this person is, though. They're just no. like, it's a guy. It's a yeah. funny bit. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... Because they, what they did was they had him recreating different scenes from, like, classic Christmas movies. Yeah, they did a Christmas story, frozen tongue on the yeah. pole. Yeah, they did Elf with the spaghetti. Elf. Yeah. Um, God, they did so much. Uh, Die Hard when he took the gun off his back yeah. with a tape. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they did all those things. Now, I think that if you didn't know who... Uh, Polly was. Yeah. You would still find that enjoyable to watch this big guy recreating all those things. It was still, like, funny. You know? Um, It's like Spider-Man No Way Home. It it really helps if you just see all the movies ahead of time. No spoilers here for Spider-Man No Way Home. However, if you hadn't seen it, I would advise, maybe go watch those other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Some of the stuff might come up. Yes. I will say I watched all the Spider-Man movies beforehand, and I'm very glad I did. And that's all we will say on the matter. That's all we'll say. So, anyway, okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. What Christmas movie is the one with the guy with the signs? What Christmas oh, movie is uh, that? Um, um, oh, my God, there are people yelling into their, um, mm-hmm. the, the, this is the meme, the most I feel like a, a ghost, ghost is, is when, when I know the answer to something people on a podcast don't know. It's not say anything, but it's... Because um, I don't think I've ever seen that Christmas movie. Hugh Grant, uh... This is this is awful for uh, they had... love. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen that. There are people throwing their podcast sets into the ocean. I know. Love actually. Podcast sets. People yeah. have specific you know, sets is... to listen to their po- not their yeah. phones, not their cars. <laughs> their podcast sets. Yes. Yeah. I got my podcast set right at home. Um, but yes, yeah, so you've never seen Love Actually. No, I don't it's think so. Fine. Mm. It's totally fine. We should watch it. Um, yeah. It's no like Christmas Vacation. You know. Yeah. I mean, of course. Uh, it's no... It's no Elf. It's no Elf. I love Elf. I, it's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's no Nightmare Before Christmas. Love Nightmare Before Christmas. Good Christmas movie. Also good Halloween movie. It's a double hitter. It's a great transition movie. It is. It's your, it's, it's 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 your you bubble just... movie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Love Actually. The bit with the signs. Uh, Got it. You know what's crazy? I'm just realizing that they did that bit. They did that bit. But like... Oh my god, this is so stupid. I thought he was doing like cue cards because that's a big live television yeah. thing. Cue cards. Yeah, oh my no. god, I'm such that an was idiot. That bit. It's hard because for that bit, you need someone standing in like a, the threshold yeah, of a doorway. doorway. Yeah. To be the, fair, I didn't get it until we watched the Shack reenactment. Do you want to talk about that okay. real quick? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today earlier we were uh, getting ready to watch something on YouTube and. YouTube recommended a video to us because it knows me very well. And it was uh, Shaq reenacting classic Christmas films. So I was like, heck yes, we're going to watch this right now. And so they had um, Shaq in place of certain people during these like Christmas films uh, and inserting little basketball quips into it, which was very funny. Yeah, because this was part of Inside the NBA's like shtick. So they kept kept calling out Chuck, Charles Barkley. Yeah, yeah. 
And they had him like they had him dressed up as elf, which was great. Yeah. They had him do the tongue thing. Yeah. Um, they had him as the Christmas tree in the family Christmas vaca- vacation. Yeah. Christmas vacation, which yeah. was great. And they had um, he wasn't the one with the signs, but he was the woman in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, like, for which love, was actually. Just great. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. It, it, Man, they, they could have done that um, uh, Love Actually one better. Because yeah. th- that scene only really hits if it's someone standing in a doorway yeah. with the songs. Yeah. But anyway. Anywho. Uh, so like I said, w- things I liked and things I didn't like. Anyway, I I thought it was like... It was funny enough. I do think that they're like force-feeding the whole Paul, like Polly thing yeah. to us. Like They're like, he is now part of the canon type of thing. I know, yeah. It's like he's, he's really in this now. I will say, like, overall, like, if I'm giving it, like, a grade, like, for a live studio portion with After the Final Rose, um, I'd give it, like, a B plus. Like, I thought it was pretty good overall. Um, yeah. But let's talk about the finale. Sure. Okay. Uh, um, Brandon re-met his parents. Her yeah. parents. And everything was great. They loved him. They gave it, He gave him the bathing suit. Oh, yeah. Because he wore he, the dads for the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. So, like, during Brandon's one-on-one... Uh, he wore Michelle's father's bathing suit into their hot tub. So as a gift, he brought Michelle's dad a new bathing suit, yeah. which was like a funny, clever gift. Um, so can, can we say, just because I, I think it might help for the talking about the context of this conversation, can we say who wins? Yeah. Just after, okay, so I'm sure spoiler, everyone yeah, yeah. knows Nate won. So Nate won. So like my thing this whole time was I found it odd what the things that she was doing with Brandon given the fact that I think she probably had Nate for a while. Like, maybe he had to do some things to get there, but, like, I don't know. Nate got the first impression, Rose. Yeah. He made it this far. A lot of things I'm re-looking at now, and I'm like, oh, man, were those, like, weird edits? Mm. So the reason I bring this up is, why wasn't Nate on that date where um, he met the parents? Why was that Brandon? Why did she put Brandon in that scenario? Is it because that she knew he would thrive in that scenario? Because Brandon's such an open book and really out yeah. there with his emotions. And if Nate were in that scenario, he might have like turned into like like the like, fetal position. Like would have right. just been like no, like would have melted away. Because <laughs> um, it just seems so odd. Oh, I mean, they love him. <sighs> Michelle's parents love Brandon. They I don't care what they him. said later. They loved Brandon. Yeah, I think I think both things can be true. I think they could love Brandon and then grow to love Nate. Yeah, but like they right off, they hit it off with Brandon yes. like right away. So Brandon's part was like very just like oh my god, we love him so much. It was it was at that moment that we were like oh no, she's gonna pick Nate because <laughs> like it's always when. When the parents love one person, you know that the lead's yeah. going to pick the other person. That's it, always how it is. It, always. It was solidified for me by the end of Nate's date with the parents, which we'll talk about, because it, if anyone who's watched the show for any length of time knows the way they edit it is they want to try and trick you. Yeah. But if you're onto the game, you know that it's going to be Nate. Yeah. Like, I, I was so confident by the end of the parent meet and greets that it was, it was going to be Nate. I was just so confident. Um. So... Nate meets the parents and, you know, we've said this this whole time. Nate is bad at speaking. Yeah. He, he like, he doesn't, he's not a good communicator of love. I hope that Michelle's love language isn't, like, words of affirmation. Yeah. Because it's not, not good not at words of affirmation. And maybe she doesn't need that. Like, maybe that isn't yeah. one of her love languages. And then, like, right. you know, that would be yeah. a perfect match. But, um, 
Yeah, yeah. He, he struggled. He really struggled. I, one of my favorite things was um, Michelle's sister asked Nate, yeah. how do you feel about moving to Minnesota? And he said, I love adventure. And it's like, what? <laughs> Maybe it, he means he's nomadic because he lives in Austin, but he's from Canada. Um, you know. You just uh, answer yes. Minnesota sounds good. It was just the juxtaposition between him and Brandon was so stark because Brandon was yeah. like, I am ready to do whatever yeah. it takes for Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Like I Like he he was like ready to jump in front of a bullet for her. Like you could see it, you could feel it. It was so there. The the only thing I could think about Nate is, you know, having uh time now to like think about him winning and looking back on the season. Nate did say during the course of the season that he's never been in love before. And maybe this is the first time he's truly fallen in love and he doesn't know how to communicate those feelings because maybe they're truly new to him. I, it just, okay. I'm giving him like a lot of benefit of the doubt. Sure, I just, (laughs) I can't help but think someone who's never been in love the first time that they actually fall in love being on The Bachelor feels like, how realistic is this? I know. I'm totally with you. Right. A little sus, right? It's extremely sus. Because, like, that's not a healthy environment to be, like, growing a concrete foundational relationship. That's fine for when you've already, you've learned the, the tricks of, like, being in a healthy relationship. And you know what to do and how to handle it. Then maybe you could have a healthy relationship from, like, the Bachelor Bachelorette. But if you've never done this before, it, like, really messes you up. Yeah, um, so, uh, the rest of the finale, honestly, was kind of boring. Um, Brandon and Michelle had a date, um, I, I can't even remember. They did a water sport Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, highlights for me. She told Brandon, I'm in love with you. Yep. Why? That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really torn on that, because it's like... She must have known. Yeah, if if there's any part of you that knows that it's not going to be this person, don't set them up like that. Because that's like, that's so hard. Because like, he, and he said during, after the final rose, he said like, I was so sure that I had it. And after watching how Michelle addressed him, it's like, I understand like yeah. why you would feel that way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there was part of me that like, maybe Brandon does win. Yeah. Like, I. Up until the very end, I had like you know you know twenty percent chance that like yeah. yeah maybe she just goes with them and yeah. you know it's the double fake or yeah. you know we're just showing you as it is and no that wasn't the case no. but um, yeah that was just very odd to me um, you know I I wonder if she was like coached by the producers where they were talking to her like well you know maybe you are in love with two of them and you know it would be important that you tell both of them you're in love with them if you are in love with them and she's like yeah maybe i'm just in love with two people at once because they brought it up during the after the final rose um so i i i I wasn't about that and i said it to you at the time and i'm like why would she say this to him if he's not going to win and you said maybe he does win. yeah and i'm like sure but if he doesn't what the heck? Yeah, well, it it only then became a big problem when she also said it to Nate. Yeah. Like, before the finale, like, the actual, like, rose ceremony finale mm-hmm. portion. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you, can't, you should not be saying this to both people. Shouldn't be, shouldn't really be saying it. Like, really, shouldn't really be saying it. Like. Yeah. Um, And I think that there's a difference between saying, I love you. Because I think you can love someone. Yeah. Versus saying, 
what did she say to him? She's like, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Yeah. Loving someone and being in love with someone are two different things. She's like, I'm no longer falling in love with you. I am fully in in love love with with you. you. Right. Which is such like a strong statement. Now, I can like... I can very easily say I have a lot of people that I love. Yeah. Like, there's a ton of people that I love as yeah. people. I only have one person who I am in love with. Who? <laughs> He's such a <laughs> jerk. Um, that being said, like, to, to tell someone that you're in love with them and then the next day, like, break up with them, that's such a, such, like, a hard thing to do. And it, it, it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, we watch The Bachelor and other reality TV shows because, yes. like, we love mess. But not, like, this kind of mess. Right. The, I, I need Colton Fence jumping mess. I, I need trash mess. This yeah. was just, like, cringe heartbreaking. Mess? It was, like, heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, uncomfortable. It was kind of cringe. Only because you knew how Brandon felt about her. It was so like, apparent. man. It has never been more apparent that, like, this man was ready to, like, kill for her. He would do, I will burn for you. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. he was at Bridgerton levels. Like. Yeah. Um, so Nate's date, um, they do some kind of like ritual spiritual thing. Oh yeah. Um, whatever. Um, and you know, Michelle, it's interesting. But we talked about during was it? It might have been. It was I think it was Fantasy Suites when Nate and her were on the boat and were like they weren't like feeling it. Yeah. And we're like, and I'm wondering if just like there was a part of her that was like uncomfortable with like him not being able to communicate. But I'm wondering if it was like a weird edit where because. Um, the show was trying to throw you off the scent of Nate that they were like picking out parts where like they looked uncomfortable Yeah. because they did the same thing yesterday where he was trying to do the incense thing and like it yeah. wasn't landing yeah. and she looked really uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's, ah, what's happening? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. I've, I did, I saw a few people on Twitter who was like, I think Nate got a real bad edit and maybe he did. I think, I think it's possible because like, she kept saying, he's my, like, this is my soulmate. Soulmate. This, oh, my God. This is my soulmate. Da, da, da. And I'm like, I don't see it. So yeah. I can't help but think, like, was it a bad edit? Like, was Maybe. did he just get a really bad edit? Like, can can they please go back and rewatch and be like, what the heck is this? And, and we'll talk about it, but I want to talk the juxtaposition between them in the finale and them on After the Final Rose. Yes. Because you could convince me that they're just literally different people. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were aliens on the show, or these are aliens now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, anyway, um, so they have that date, um, but at the end it's like, oh, so in love, blah, blah, blah. So then I think this happens right after Michelle's by herself and she gets a letter from Brandon. Yeah. That we had, that we had to her be read in his voice, which was weird. I I mean, I'm sure that, well, here's the thing. I saw a picture of it, and someone was like, "Is this actually Brandon's handwriting? Because it looks Absolutely like not. a very neat lady's handwriting." It's it's the freaking fantasy suite yeah. handwriting. Yeah. It's it was definitely a producer yeah. who wrote it, right? And then they were like, "Brandon, read this," and like, "Do these align with your feelings?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is pretty accurate." Great. Now just read that into this microphone for me. Perfect. One take. We're good. Uh, so she reads that and um, we get to the next. One thing Nate said I, I thought that was very interesting that I didn't even realize. When like it was the part where Michelle was just, I don't know, felt trying to get like the. They were talking about how like, well, you had a tough conversation with my mom, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like, Michelle, I only brought two suits here. I thought I might have been going home the second night. <laughs> right. And like, you know, so to get this far is like crazy to me. And like 
it was the most human that Nate felt. Yeah. Where, like, he was kind of revealing, like, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I'm here, but I'm in love with you and I want to take this journey. Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Um, Right. So, uh, next day, Neil Lane, blah, blah, blah. Pick up these ginormous, ginormous rings. This was the first in-person Neil Lane thing since uh, who, who, Peter we, season. Was it Peter? I thought we had something in between. Not in person. Are you we had sure? Zoom calls. Are you sure? I feel pretty good. Matt's, was he, did they fly him in for Matt's? I think they might have. Oh, right, because we're like, did he bubble? Yeah. Did they bubble Neil Lane? Okay, yeah. so I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, okay. I, I forgot about that. So Neil Lane rings. I wasn't too impressed. They looked good, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were those like oh, I'm sorry, what yeah. few hundred thousand dollar yeah, rings not impressive? Grand, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't like gaudy. Yeah, of course, <laughs> because they're like almost a hundred thousand dollar rings. Um, yeah, they get upwards of like three point seven carats. It's like Ugh. pretty insane. Um, so it gets the proposal. Okay, so another question I have: Michelle knew exactly how Brandon feel. Yeah, felt feels whatever. How did she let him? get to the proposal portion i don't know i think you have to go to his room and just lay it out well this this goes back into that whole michelle is good bachelorette because she follows rules and rules being to you stand there in your white dress and two people are going to come down and you reject the first one and you accept the second one or even reject the second one. But two men are coming down the staircase. I just, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. It, it's just that it's, it's been more common in the past for a lead to go. I mean, Katie did it. Um, right. To, to, but, but Katie was not the, the cookie cutter bachelorette. I know. It, it's just, it's in that specific scenario where yeah. you know how Brandon feels. Like he... He walked out of the limo yep. and said to Caitlin, I'm getting engaged. Yeah. Like, mm. and she brought it up again. Like, it's yeah. it's crazy it got that far. What what I thought you meant by that was when he went down the stairs. And remind me of the stairs. I have a funny thing to say. Oh, tell my you. God, the stairs. But when he went down the stairs and he met with her. Yeah. The fact that she let him say more than, like, four words is insane. Oh, just like cut him off she, like way. Yes. Yeah. She should have stopped him and like not let him pour his heart and soul out right there. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Because oh. I, I thought if you were going to play good bachelorette cookie cutter role. Yeah. And the guy comes down, the very least you could do is be like, stop, please yeah. go no further. Yeah. Let me try to explain to you while these waves. Oh, we'll talk about the wave. <laughs> Well, you can't hear anything I'm saying because these waves are clouding everything. Um, But she didn't. She let him get pretty far. And I remember watching being like, how could you just stand there? And like, how are you not crying? Yeah. Like, it was so sad. To your point, what I meant was to go to his room. I know. I know what you meant. Yeah. I'm saying, I was telling you what I meant. Oh, yeah. Either way, right? Yeah. I'm with you. If if you are going to do whatever, the right thing, quote unquote, you know, just be, Brandon, just like take his hands and like before he says anything. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, so do you want to say waves or stairs? What what, what do you want to say first? <laughs> um, we'll do waves first because okay. that came first chronologically. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brandon's thing we could kind of hear, but you could hear that it was loud in the. So they were on a beach, 
And it was very, I'm going to assume like windy, like the waves were really crashing yeah. on the beach. Now here's the thing. Brandon had a tux on and the yes. mic was like right near his face. Yes. Michelle's dress did not allow for the mic to be like right near her face. Yep. So you could barely hear what she was saying. And the way those microphones work is they, the way they pick up frequencies is if there's any ambient thing, it's going to get that before um, like what anyone is saying at whatever you would call normal tone. Basically, what I would equate it to is if you're ever in the supermarket talking to someone on the phone but via Bluetooth headsets, the person will probably hear ambient noise before they hear your voice. Right. Because of the way the way those microphones pick up sound and stuff like that. Right. I could tell you that. And I'm not like a professional sound engineer yeah. who works for, let's be honest, like a multi-million dollar production in The Bachelor. Yeah. What are we doing? Right. Right. I... I'm very surprised that while they were setting it up, like, the scene with the crashing waves, no one was like, did they not do a sound check? Were they just like, yeah, this should be fine. Did they not have a boom mic set up? Set up a boom mic. Well, usually there's, like, no one there with them. It's just, like, them. And, like, the cameraman. I know, but it's a TV show. Set up a boom mic. I know, set up a boom (laughs) mic. Seriously, though, guys. Because, like, it was just couldn't hear anything and then like and then it was really hard to watch because you just oh watch God. brandon like pour his heart and slut and then you're watching michelle and she's like rah, 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 rah. and i'm like i don't even know what like i'm trying to watch you be sad for brandon and i can't also like production and like, i don't know who's making these decisions but take the l and just subtitle her words yes like we get it you guys we yeah. couldn't hear it but like me not knowing why so much she, worse. Yeah. Than me having to read yeah, it and be just like subtitle it. Like but but it, it caught like it created a lot of good memes. Oh so many memes. Like the caption angry wave noises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just gotta take the L on that one, guys. You just yeah, gotta take like, the L. Like just caption it. It's whatever. Yeah. None of us would have been like, oh my oh god, my god they captioned have to caption it. it. Like, no, I get it. I'm mad that you didn't. <laughs> right. Like knowing that you could have. Yeah. Um, okay. So it was for, okay, before we get up to yeah, Sarah's, yeah. it was the saddest thing. Brandon really was, was truly heartbroken. Like, he yeah. was, like, sobbing. And he just said, like, I wish you the best. I'm I know. Be oh, Brandon, oh. I know. <laughs> okay. The tweet that I read online about the stairs was, like, imagine being dumped and then having to cry your way up those stairs. Can I throw another thing on top of that? In 100-degree weather in Mm -hmm. a suit. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about this, but, like, his shirt was, like, wet. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, is that tears? And, like, no, it was sweat. Yeah. Like, because they're in Mexico in July or August. Like, whatever. But, like. Hot. Hot month. (laughs) What? Yeah. Hot. Oh my gosh. So And and then something I think we missed. Before he got into the limo, he threw the ring. Yeah, I missed that. I missed but I it. I saw that after. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of things online was like, did he just throw the ring? And I was like, oh, he like threw it's like almost a hundred thousand dollar ring. I literally cannot imagine how he must have felt in that moment. Oh. Because he probably rather would have been let down in either of the scenarios that we proposed. Either of those are better than what yeah. he went through. Yes. Because he must have... Re- you can see it on his face when he realized it went over. But the journey that he went through to get there is just like, man, that's that's terrible. Because he probably thought he was saying, oh, she hasn't cut me off so far. Yeah. Lo- looking good. Double yeah. thumbs up. Oh. 
Uh, any lead should just cut off the person before they get too far. It's so hard. Especially I, Brandon because she knew how, like, in love with her that he was. I think Rachel did it. I think Rachel, whoever wasn't Brian, I can't remember. But I'm pretty sure she, whenever he walked down, just grabbed his hands and said, I have to tell you something. I'm pretty sure she didn't yeah. let the guy. I don't think most of them do that. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Becca did um, I think, uh, was it Tasha that went to the room and like said, yes, no go. Yes. Bro. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or, or Hannah, I'm pretty sure whoever wasn't Jed, I'm pretty sure she caught him. So anyway, um, that was super sad. Yep. Nate's proposal. He proposes. Yay. Now I will say this as from the point where he gets down on a knee and she says yes. From that point on, it's like crazy. Like they're doing the the thing like I have a fiance. Yeah. I have a fiance. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I found my soul, Nate. I found my soul, Nate. Ugh. Boo. Uh, and that was the finale. Uh, it's super boring. Very uneventful. I was not a fan. Now after the final rose, if I'm grading the after the final rose itself, Michelle, I'm giving this after the final rose an A. Really? I thought it was a good after the final rose. Yeah. I do. Huh. Um, so we started with Nate? No, started with Brandon. We started with Brandon. Yes. I meant, what am I talking about? <laughs> we started with Brandon. Correct. Um, super sad. Mm-hmm. Tear. Yep. Tear emoji. Um. You remember what, uh, Caitlin showed? The photo. She took a photo of Brandon sitting on the beach by himself. Yeah. Like the last night. Yeah. The, so he basically explained that he like couldn't be by himself in the room. So he went to like go on to the beach. He genuinely seemed like he had not seen that photo before. Yeah, I don't think he had. So he that was, was on- that was a genuine moment. Yeah. That wasn't like... Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's like really cool. Because he was like, oh, wow, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that was tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he, he talked about everything. What I feel really bad for is... So... I'm gonna use like a sports analogy real quick. <laughs> sure. This this I'm sure all of our audience will get it. Sports fans will. Okay. This feels like the press conference with the losing team. Mm, like okay. if you ever seen a Tom Brady conference after a loss, that what that's what this felt like. Like, yeah, we just gotta do better. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Like Nate just, um oh my god. Brandon just wanted to leave. Yeah. Like he of he, he sells it as like, yeah, I loved her. Yeah. I'm, I'm so confused. Yeah. I love the family. Blah blah Thank blah. You. Oh, and this is where the curse happened. Yes. Oh, well, I think she Michelle was out. comes out. Yeah, I think yeah. she came out. So Brandon out. comes out first, and then Michelle comes yep. out to sit with him. And this is where we're like, oh, this is live. So what happened was... Um, we going to self-censor here? <laughs> yeah, we're going to okay, self-censor. Right. But what happens is Brandon's sitting there, and he's talking to Michelle, and he says, I miss your effing family. So he didn't say effing. He didn't say effing. He cursed and it came through live TV. And they missed the dump because he said effing and then there was the dump. No, he said effing family right. and then they dumped. And but so and by but, dumped, we mean they like cut the sound. Yeah. But whatever he said wasn't the curse. So they dumped too late. Yeah. Like, you have to hit that button, like, a second sooner. So, whoever was on that, totally asleep at the wheel. So, and then Caitlin was like... It's okay, right? She didn't say... No. What did she say? She's like, you can't curse, we're on live TV. (laughs) She goes, we can't curse, we're on live TV. I thought you said you can curse. Oh, she said you can't. Oh, my She's like, you can't curse, we're on live TV. Well, you know what was hard? Because, like, like, I... You know, the way she said she was just like... It was almost like... Like like a librarian saying so to be quiet, like in a library, it's like, sweetie, you can't curse. Like, well, because like, <laughs> well, yeah, he was, but he was so. I mean, 
so Caitlin, um, she she like tweeted during the commercial break. She must have had this in her drafts. Uh, what was it like? How am I gonna go on live TV? I'm still wiping my mascara off or yeah, something like that. With all my mascara running, or yeah. something like that. Um, and she was talking about like um, she she even brought up I, I was like crying during yeah. the blah 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 blah. Um, Caitlin, by the way, great job. She did a phenomenal job. I don't like. Okay, I'm. I don't want to put down Tasha. Like, no, I, I, I don't want... We love Tasha. I love Tasha. I, I don't want that to be what this is. But, like, she... Caitlin did an incredible job yep. of, of leading the show, giving it a direction, yep. um, leading the conversations in a good and interesting way. Mm-hmm. It was hard with Brandon, because Brandon didn't really want to be there. So yeah. there's only so much you can do. Right, right. But later with, like, the Nate and Michelle yeah. stuff and the family stuff, which we'll get into details about, she did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Like, Caitlin... Really could do this by herself. I also think, and I don't think it's Tasha's fault, but I think the two people in there is almost harder to steer the conversation, like during the mental all. Right. Like I'm sure if you put Tasha in this scenario where it's just her, she would kill it as well. Yeah. Um, but Caitlin like showed it. Yeah. Um, she did really well, and there are there are parts of the show where the, having the two of them there really is great and helpful and yes, stuff. Yes. But but like this scenario. Caitlin just like rocked it. I, I think for the the filmed parts where you have dates or intros or certain things, or where you can split them up and they're doing different things, mm-hmm. totally makes sense. For a live television production, I think you want a singular person that you could fix on yeah. and who they can drive, and because they're not worried about having to bounce off another person, right? Because now you're worried about oh, I, I gotta hit my spot, I gotta leave space for them. You're and that's a lie and. For being able being able to just drive a conversation singularly, mm-hmm. it's way easier. Yeah. So, that should did a great job. Yeah, me too. Um, so that was the Brandon Michelle stuff. That yeah, he said the thing about the family. Uh, Michelle said like all this stuff like oh I was in love with two people. Of course, Brandon was just like I understand, I get it, blah blah. But it was just like very monotone, very down. Yeah. He talked about like two of the two of the guys who helped him. Uh, Will, who was uh thrown jacket in water. Yeah, guy. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. I can't even remember the like Daniel. I think he said. Okay. Um, my point is, I couldn't remember the name, like the other guy he said. I, right. have no, I have no idea who it was. Okay. Um, but I just interesting, like that's who his friends were, right? Because hmm. my, my guess is that um, Nate was like an Olu Rodney guy, right? I think yeah. that that was that triumvirate. Yeah. But and I guess it was weird because Brandon wasn't a part of that. Yeah. Like. I wonder if it would have hit different if I'm just like making shit up, but like if it was an Olu Nate finale, cause like their boys yeah. would it have like been different. Like, I don't mm. know. But, um, so just cause like, it seemed like Brandon had like a different group of friends. Yeah. Um, but he just said the name Daniel. I'm like, I literally don't know who that <laughs> is. Um, and that was it of Brandon and it was super sad. Was and I sad. was like, I'm not going to lie. I was like kind of peeved at Michelle a little bit. Yeah. Not that she picked Nate, just that like, I felt she could have like, broken up with Brandon better yeah I really do I don't know how, like how did it hit you I mean I was like Brandon's such a good guy I'm yeah. like you really felt how much he like cared about her yeah um and you know it's not even that she could have dumped him better but it I don't want to mm, I don't know how to phrase this it kind of felt like she led him on a little I, I'm with yeah, you yeah in that like the way that she was talking to him, the way that she, the thing she said, it felt a little like, yes, you're going to win. And it's like, it's hard to say that to a contestant. And I, I almost wish she put herself in those shoes where like, 
What if Matt had said that to her? Yes. And then picked yes. someone else. Yeah. Like, that's not... It's just hard. And so it was in that... And I still think Michelle's a great person, obviously. Yes, yes. It's just... I just think that could have been handled better. Yeah. And now, it's hard when you're actually in those shoes and like doing yep. that role and stuff like that. But... I don't know. You got to like pull yourself out of it for a little bit. It's hard having seen it, how it played out. You know, we're doing a lot of Monday morning quarterback, but you know, you see it and it's hard. It's hard to go away feeling any different. You know, I don't think there's any Brandon haters out there. Right. Pretty sure he guarded a lot of respect. The crazy thing is it's like, it's almost like he put him in a position where he couldn't be a future bachelor though. Yeah. Cause like you wouldn't buy it. You wouldn't believe him as a bachelor. Why? Because of how much he loves Michelle. Right. It's so rare that, contestants put themselves in that situation right. Right? well i think bachelor nation made it clear that the next bachelor should be rodney yeah i i i think that's yeah um i i agree that has been made pretty clear um oh you know what's interesting and yeah. worth noting now before i forget this is the first season of the bachelor ever where we got a fully bipoc couple out of it um mm-hmm. yeah because rachel was brian yep. rachel was zach yep oh uh, yeah yep did brian not have any anything going on there i mean the internet has been telling me that this is the first bipoc couple okay. so i'm just gonna i'll have to go back believe- in the, I'll have to i'm go just back blindly in the believing I, the internet I, I wasn't sure if uh brian had some stuff in him um and by some stuff i mean he would identify as a person of color right i don't know that i'm just going off my memory so i you know Listener, Google it for yourself. <laughs> it's a good lesson to just, you know, do some independent research. Yeah. Uh, so Nate comes out. Yes. Boo. No, I'm just kidding. You uh, say that, but you tweeted a lot of things that were like, boo. My tweets were fine. I, I feel like if fine. we went on my tw- <laughs> Someone did tweet at me like, yo, what's with the hate? <laughs> what did I, not to read my own tweets on here, but you know. Like, what's so bad about saying I'm not happy for them? <laughs> yeah, I think. And what's your next one? Go ahead. <laughs> Me during the proposal with the Patrick Booing gift? <laughs> yes. Okay. I was pretty feisty last yeah, night. I was upset. I was really upset. Yeah. yeah. Now, looking back on that and knowing that it's possible that Nate got just real bad at it, does that change maybe your perspective on, like, this whole thing? I'm conflicted. Uh, it's a great question. Uh, here's why I'm conflicted. Um... Seeing them on after the final rose, they seemed so happy. Mm-hmm. Michelle was the loosest I've seen her since Matt's season. I have a yeah. weird. Well, I'll answer your question. I have a weird theory, okay. but I, I, I want them to work. I'm just not convinced they will. Right. Like everything's pointing in the direction of no. Like he's like, I'm on Zillow. I'm moving to Minnesota. It's only an hour flight from Canada, his hometown. Um, I, I want to do this. I love the family. We've grown to love each other. Yeah. I'm, he, I'm so happy. I have a fiance. He shot it like three times. Yeah. I have a fiance. And like, I saw joy from him. And of course I want people to have joy. But I just am a little skeptical because of like the way this process works and how it usually yep. kind of messes with people. Yep. And you're skeptical, son. Like, I'm a skeptical son. I seriously hope it works out best for both of them. I really, really, really I mean, do. I've been saying that about every couple uh post Clarendale. Um <laughs> hope it works out, right? Hope it works out. Um, That's not typically Hope every case. Matt finds his Rachel. <laughs> um and but she seems amazingly happy. She does. She seems like great. Go ahead, what's your theory? I don't think she liked being the Bachelorette. No? I mean it's a lot of pressure. She talked with 
this cadence yeah. of really being purposefully poised yeah. and making every word mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. intentional. Yes. Whereas on After the Final Rose, she just talked like a person. And yeah. it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, like how she talked on Matt's season. Exactly. Which made everyone fall in love with her. And then she became the Bachelorette. And then she had to be this proper, perfect person. And, well, now she's back to being happy, which was great. Yes. I really do hope it works out. Let's talk about her gifts. Their gifts. Oh, my gosh. They got a gingerbread house, guys. It was so nice. Yes. Like the nicest gingerbread house. They talked about how they're looking for houses in the Minnesota area. Yeah, so they thought it'd be funny to get them a gingerbread house, mm-hmm. right? Except, there was now this was weird. So, Caitlin said, uh, we wanted to give you a down payment on your house. So, if you open up the gingerbread house. I thought they said, we wanted to give you a gift. Yeah. Right. There's a gift inside the gingerbread house. Right. If you take the roof off the gingerbread house. Right. Uh, inside you'll find and, and they I, open it and like you see their faces and Caitlin goes that's a down payment for, for a house. house and Michelle says like almost on her breath like oh my gosh two hundred thousand dollars yeah let, let me repeat that for the folks at home two hundred thousand dollars now and a down payment for a house pretty much ninety percent of the country save for like California New York and New Jersey yeah that's a great house yep i mean 20 percent. that's a million dollars you get a mansion e- even 200 straight up you get like a decent house you get a three bedroom maybe for 250 300 in most parts of the country i don't know what that's going on in like the Minneapolis area but i'm guessing for two hundred thousand dollars you can get a sweet house they probably have some money stocked up anyway um you know you get paid for being on the show i think you get 100 grand for being the lead um so i have a couple things with this one it's got to be a giant novelty check <laughs> you can't give a check for that amount and it not be a giant novelty check. I don't care if you have to make a giant novelty gingerbread house and inside the giant novelty gingerbread house is a normal is a size check. <laughs> I would have accepted that as well. Um, but either way, you can't like bring this little gingerbread house, put a little check in it. Let's see. Novelty check, right? <laughs> to be fair, it was not a little gingerbread house. It was just a gingerbread that's house. Fair, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Second question. So, I believe from research that I've done that the ring, you only get to keep the ring if you get married and are together for two years. Is it two years? Yeah, it doesn't have to be two years married. It's like you could be together, like, quote-unquote, engaged for 18 months, get married, and then another six months, and you're good. Or be together for two years. I got it. And then, right? You don't meet that. You got to give the ring back. Yeah, it's an expensive ring. And that's an easy thing to stipulate, right? It's yeah. like, it's a thing, yeah. right? And you're basically leasing it. Or like, it's being loaned to you okay. on a period of time. Oh, is your question like, what happens if they break up? What like, happens if they break up? What are the stipulations on that $200,000? If you put it on a down payment of the house, you can't take the house. Do you ask for $200,000 back? Because it can't just be like, signed, sealed, delivered. Is it like, it goes in a trust and after the conditions are met, you get it out of the trust. I'm being dead serious. I know you are. There's no way for me to know the answer to this. Oh, I'm just saying, And like, I know you're just speculating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... And just what are your thoughts on my speculations and all that stuff? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, well, I read a funny tweet that I can't, um, unread, which was that someone said, oh, this is the 
It's just the extra money that they didn't have to pay Chris Harrison. Oh, jeez. <laughs> We're going to start attributing these tweets, by the way. we got, we got to I save know. them so we can attribute them to their... I think I've been retweeting the, them. None of these the are account. Michelle's tweets. They're no, all to be fair, I never say they're my tweets. Right, but we should say whose tweets they are. I think I retweet them, okay. most of them. I'll try to make sure I only quote tweets that I retweet yeah, so that you guys can see the funny. Yeah. Um, um, but that being said, I don't know. It's funny because... They, they don't mention in the show that, like, you have to stay together for two years for the ring, right? right. So, like, maybe there is a stipulation on the, the down payment of the house check. Like, maybe they do have to stay together for a certain amount of time or whatever. My guess is it goes into a trust. It's the only thing I can wrap my head around that, like, makes sense. That, like, you get it, but you get it once, you know, you, you meet these things. Yeah. And it's like, if you got to make the down payment in the meantime, you know, they'd probably find a way to make it work. Yeah. Or, you know, just wait, right? Um, but that's that. So here, here's a more, um, I don't know, pertinent question. I think this sets a dangerous precedent Mm -hmm. thoughts. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, like what are future contestants also going to get this? Yeah. Are they not? If I was a past contestant, if I was like, well, Caitlin Bristow, maybe or a Tasha Adams. Yeah. I'd be upset. Tasha's not with. Neither of them are with, hmm. Yeah. A, a Rachel Lindsay. Yeah. I have to really go back to find someone. Yeah, right? Is no one, is no one since Rachel, well, no. Is no one since Rachel Lindsay with their person the, they picked? The, oh, I, it depends if you count Ari. No, Be, I don't, because that's not who he picked. Then no, it, Rachel was the wow. last one. I know. Wow. I know. Oh, right, so. right. Well, Matt picked Rachel. <laughs> I guess Matt in a they, weird roundabout. But they end like in Bachelor canon, like if you never read the trades, quote unquote, you'd be like, well, they broke up because that's how the show ended. That's true. It's like, well, yeah. Well, they were still together at the end of the show, weren't they? Mm-mm. No, I thought they were. No, it's like, I need time to figure out. Blah, blah. And that's why Rachel was so broken because she was like, I I was destroyed by the internet and I lost my person. This oh, yeah. horrible double whammy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, it, uh, Rachel's, Rachel's the last one, if, if you go by the, like, how the show ended and, like, quote-unquote yeah. where they are now. Right. Which, yeah, they don't have a great hit wow. rate, obviously. Right, um, yes. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But if I'm a future lead, I'm negotiating that on the front yeah, end, absolutely. right? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you better. It, was Clayton sitting in the back there? Because we got to talk about Clayton. Was he sitting in the back like, what the what? <laughs> Well, to be fair, his after the final rose hasn't happened yet. Well, but he knows if he is with someone, uh, and yeah, right, like he he knows how his season ended. So if he did pick someone, is it gonna be like I'm gonna sweet? Yeah, I'm serious. That that gif of the guy who's like leaning and like rubbing his hands mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just food for thought. I, yeah, that was a pretty. That was a pretty generous gift. Yeah. You know? Michelle just did some air quotes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not good for podcasts. Also, from a practical sense, um, is it prize money? I hope not, because they the government gets their piece of that. Like, huh. prize money is very heavily taxed. Um, so Yeah, we know. <laughs> I hope it's, like, salary or something like that. Yeah, so right. You only have to do, like, here's a, it's like getting a $200,000 bonus or something like that. So it's only income tax. All right, Michelle, so the last thing we got to talk about is Clayton. Yes. 
Clayton, Clayton, Clayton. I love Clayton. Clayton. I know most... Okay. I know the internet is not excited for Clayton. How dare they pick another white guy? I get it, internet. I get it. But, like, you can't tell me this season doesn't look like it's going to be good. I'm so excited, I'm Michelle. so excited. Okay. So. I know, like... I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I understand the internet's mad. The internet gets mad at everything. But we've hit a point where it's just like they're just upset because it's another white guy. And it's like, I get it. I understand you're mad. But like, come on. Like, I have a secret about the internet, Michelle. They're always mad. It's true. They Never has the internet gotten together and say, oh, great job. Great job. They did yeah. when Michelle got picked. I'm sure there were still mad people. I'm sure. But anyway, so a lot of... Um, a lot of people are mad, but I'm excited because yeah. I think it's going to be a great also, season. People in quotes. I'll say Twitter is mad. I I, I am in the Twitter is not real life camp. Um, that's where I stand. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm willing to give this the old. Eh, it's just Twitter. Yeah, yeah, but I'm excited. Yes. Now that being said, uh, it did not stop <laughs> the after the final rose crew producers whoever from doing what I think is the worst after the final rose segment I have ever seen. Um, and it was so cringe and I hated it. Uh, so what they did was they brought out Clayton and Caitlin was like, Hey Clayton, we know you're not the most popular guy, but we want to, you know, give you a chance to redeem yourself by doing a mean tweet segment a la Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. All right. If you guys aren't familiar with mean tweets, uh, Jimmy Kimmel gets celebrities to read tweets about them that are mean. And it's very funny and it's good. It's funny because he picks really funny tweets. Yes. And then he has them read these really funny tweets. Here's an example that I find very funny. Uh, Kevin Hart read this. Kevin Hart is Shaq's penis. That's a funny tweet. (laughs) I don't care who you are. Um, But then what's fun is the celebrity gets to go F you to the guy. So like it's a fun little chance for the celebrity to clap back at a random Twitter egg. Yeah. This segment on after the final rose was the worst thing ever. For starters, the tweets were not funny. They were not even kind of funny. Some of them didn't even make sense. Like, like DJ and I, he read them, and, like, DJ and I just kind of looked at each other like, I don't, I don't get yeah, it. Is, what? It's like, man, I, I hope Clay, whoever Clayton picks is ready to have baby Shreks. It's oh, like, yeah. what? What are you talking about, yeah. man? Clayton, you, there's no way whoever typed up that tweet or whatever bot made that tweet is as good looking <laughs> as Clayton. Yeah, it's the Cheeto true. fingered. Black. Wow. <laughs> um, like it wasn't a producer who just like wrote someone's these gonna things. Pay clean so much, maybe get so much coffee. Um, <laughs> the only one that I thought was kind of good and clever was uh, at Bachelor ABC. You heard us on masks. Now hear us on uh, Clayton. Replace him with Rod. Yeah, it was the only one that had even a little bit of merit. Yeah, uh, everything else was garbage. You know, Clayton did his best and struggled through them. Um, and also, Caitlin just kept saying, just one more, just one more, just yeah, one more. that's true. She said D- it like five times. DJ Khaled, another one. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> come on, Caitlin. Like, yes. no, please. Um, so that was that segment. Yep. And then we got the teaser for Clayton season. I, I don't even know where to begin. I think I know where I want to begin. Go ahead. I want to get your thoughts. Okay. So we've talked about this. He is with two, three women. I can't tell what's being frank and bit what's not. And he's like, I told you I love you and I've been intimate with you. Yeah. 
and like you see the women how are they spoiling like who the final two three are well it's not apparent that they are the final two or three they are just yes. two or three it, it could happen i think it's two because i think right. he says i've been intimate with both of you right and but he's like i'm in love with multiple women so maybe it's frankenbiting yeah. where they're conflating the intimacy yeah. with the i love you and those aren't actually concurrent things here's my guess okay i think that's a two-on-one date <gasps> whoa yeah. whoa stop yeah. it stop it yeah yeah i think it is i think that those two girls have a lot i think that's why it hits so much harder because i think that those two girls hate each other and i know right how juicy is that so i think they're on a two-on-one which is why they're both there. And he's intimate with both of them. I think so. Oh, man. Or was prior to the yeah. two-on-one. And that, yep. Michelle, stop it. I know, That's I too good. I know. I, and, they and, would never do it. I, I know. Good. I know. Oh, my God. But <laughs> the wish fulfillment is like through the charts right I now. Know. Oh, my God. I love that theory. Yeah. I love that theory. <laughs> um, so you don't think they're spoiling like who the final. No. Okay, okay, okay. No. I mean, they're not that. Like, they're pretty good about hiding who like yeah. the final people are. I really, I think that that's like a mid, a midway, maybe like two third way okay. through. And I think that it's a two on one. Wow. Yeah. That would be amazing. Wouldn't it be amazing? Because so it has to be far enough in that he gets intimate with yeah. two people. Yeah. So I, I'm really, I feel good about the maybe two thirds way through yeah. kind of thing. And they go on a two on one, man. That's oh, Wouldn't man. that be good? There was no um, two on ones on this There season. hasn't been a two on one in a long time. I really can't remember when the last one was, but I don't think in the bubble because since Claire, no, we haven't had one in any of the bubbles. So really? Yeah. Wow. Um, so who's before Claire? Peter? Was one during Peter season? Anyway, um, that would be amazing. Bring back the two on one. Plus he was intimate. Great premise. Oh, I'm so. I know. So here's why I'm excited. Here's why I'm excited. Uh, so we talked about this. The, the women seem zany and I out know. of control. Oh, um, so excited. A lot of diversity, which seems cool. I want to do a deep dive on the women. Um, but like, I, I think there's a couple who are going to rise to the top in terms of just like stirring the pot. I'm so excited. I'm like pretty hyped on Clayton season. Yeah. Like, I was like excited for Michelle because I'm like Michelle seems cool, yeah. or whatever. But like these teasers and, and oh. like. Unfortunately, we don't have time on the show, but I, I want to do a deep dive on the women. So I'm ready come, like, the first episode. And, like, when all the intros are coming, it's like, oh, that's that one. That's yeah. that one. But um, I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be just great. Yeah. Just, just great. Uh, um, so anything else on Michelle's season as we tie the tie the bow on this, you know? Come, come It was it. fine. <laughs> I didn't love this season. I... Honestly, all the best to Michelle and Nate. Yeah. They seem so happy, yep. which is great. I didn't yeah. want it to end on like a bummer. So at least it ended on a high note yeah. with the crazy, you know, almost quarter million, uh, you know, nest oh egg there. Oh, my God. Um, but, um, yeah, a season as a whole. Bleh. It was fine. It was fine. Back-to-back bachelorettes it's with hard. a bip in between. Not good. No. Not good. I also, I feel like I need a break. But not yet, because I need to see um, Clayton season. Yeah. I need it. I need it. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's good. Yeah, now, right into the arm there. Yeah. I, I think I think it's going to be good. I'm so excited. I think Clayton's like letting the guardrails off too. Oh. And and I think people will grow to like him. I think there's... Oh, yeah. And so far, fingers crossed, no past scandals or anything. Yeah. No yearbook photos. Yeah. No... I mean, even if they don't like him. They could like the women on his season. That's true. Because that's always a big hit for... Oh. I feel like we haven't had a... 
Because the last batch of women was from Matt's. Matt's season. And we had some good, like, yeah, we had a few good women in there. I mean, Peter's cast of women was great. That was a quality group of women. Was it? I thought, I thought so. To be fair, a lot of them came back on BIP and they're like, this was from Peter's season. I'm like, why don't I remember you at all? Well, they brought all like the, the ones that you don't remember oh. back. But like, it, we had Tasha and like yeah. Madison and yeah. the one that we was like super into. Like there was Tisha and Madison and that other one. I can't remember any of the names once the season's over. But, um... Oh, one no, Tasha was Colton's season? Or Peter's season? Tasha was Colton's season. Oh, my gosh. It is so hard. Never mind. Peter's group was bad. Colton had a good group of women. Yes. You had Tasha. You had Hannah Ann. Yeah. You had, um... Hannah B. Hannah B. So... Uh, yeah, there was a lot of good women on yeah. uh, Colton's season. So, yeah, but I, I, think, I think this is going to be a, a good one. So yeah. I'm very excited. So yep. we're done. Dumb shell season. Best of luck on the Clayton season. Next week is going to be our 2021 reality TV show year in review. Woo! We're going to be covering it all. Everything we talked about. We talked about Circle, all Bachelor Sexy seasons. Beast. Sexy Beast. See if we can find any other stuff that came up. Maybe we'll finish. Too Hot to Handle. Too Hot to Handle. F-Boy Island. Yes. We're gonna talk, maybe we'll finish season four of The Circle. We won't. I might. Would you care if I watched it without you? No. <laughs> I might do it. Um, <laughs> I have to watch Daredevil. <laughs> you have to watch Daredevil. Uh, no reason. To to- totally just because she wants to. Yep. It's not related to anything. Nope. Um, so that'll be next week. And you should also check out all the other Pop Break uh, podcast um, feeds. Because <laughs> uh, they're also doing their year uh, year reviews. Yes. Uh, Live Laugh Lovely is doing the, t- um, the movie year interview. Uh, the TV Break's doing the TV year in review. Um, so a lot to talk about. So full pop break year in review. And if you go on the website itself, you'll have the written year in reviews. you got your top video games, your top wrestling moments, your top movies, your top books, um, comic books, stuff like that. So all of the top year in review stuff, go to thepopbreak.com. No one is covering the better uh, 2021 entertainment year in review than thepopbreak.com. Wow. How's that for a plug? Yeah, yeah. Dang. Um, also check out my other podcast, mostly nitpicking, um, where we are also doing our 2021 year in review, uh, after Spider-Man No Way Home and The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, Michelle, anything to throw out there? Uh, follow us at Twitter at Rose's Rejections. I will be tweeting constantly during Clayton's season, I promise you. So you're gonna, you're gonna get the Twitter thumbs ready now? Yep, yep, yeah, getting them warmed up. Yeah, those exercises, those yeah. thumb exercises. Yeah. <laughs> those Twitter fingers are gonna be hot. During uh, every a, every limo entrance is yeah. gonna have its Woo. own thing. We're back to the mansion. Yes, back at the mansion. It seems like Clayton's season was filmed in the small three month window where everything was kind of okay. Yeah, actually, wh- when did when do you think they started actually filming his season? Uh, September. Was that after Michelle's season was like done? Yes, it was after it was completely done. Yes. Okay. Because they wrapped in like August. That's when that finished. Right. Was okay. Shot, yeah. Okay. So, right. yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm excited that they're back at the mansion. Yes. Um, follow us at Twitter. Uh, I don't really have anything to wreck. So, <laughs> I've been reading the same book or listening to the same book forever. Uh, vaccines, boosters, at home tests. Yeah, seriously, guys. <laughs> Stay safe. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Um, and... We will see you next week for our year in review. Woo! All right, so, bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Love you.